Ain't nothing like a New York City police officer. Hey, everybody. Hi, people. What's up? What's up with you? Welcome to our podcast. What's our podcast called? It's called Sorted Details. What happens on the podcast? We talk shit. Shit that doesn't matter. We get to the bottom of the issues that don't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We should start a band and call it Uncle Ted's Ass. Okay. We here's what's going on in our worlds. Um, I am moving, right? So I am like in the thick of it. Like my apartment looks disgusting. I'm going through everything, getting rid of stuff, whatever. So because I'm just moving and packing and like doing that all day long, I have restarted just to have something on in the background. I pressed play on my Apple TV on Sex in the City from jump from like ep one on through because it's like the easiest thing to just have on in the background while you're doing shit oh i watch it all the time like yeah i think they play it on e they play it on e like every day it's so easy and so we just but the episode while we were eating dinner was the one where miranda dates a guy that uh carrie used to date and carrie's like oh he's an asshole and then so what he's telling miranda about his band she was like, what was your band? And he was like, we were called Uncle Ted's Ass. <laughs> Which is a pretty fucking tight name. <laughs> Which we were like, imagine being like, oh my God, my favorite band is Uncle Ted's Ass. Uncle hey, Ted's Ass definitely opened for Jimmy's Chicken Shack in the 90s. Are you going to go see Uncle Ted's Ass tonight? And then when you were like, and the Grammy goes to. Oh, um- Uncle Ted's Ass. I love them. <laughs> Uncle Ted's ass. Yo, Uncle Ted's ass is playing Lollapalooza. I can't wait. It's going to be so dope. <laughs> so that's what just happened. Um, What's up? Oh, I'm April. Oh, I'm Millie. Duh. That's, what are we- hey, maybe. Hey, if you're a first time listener, first of all, we apologize. Jeez, do we ever. Second of all, just so you know, that's who we are. And also, we cover the kind of cutting edge finger on the pulse <laughs> topics like sex in the city. That's yeah, what's a, happening right now in 2018. A TV show that was made o- over 20 years ago, right? Yes. Well, there was one episode the other day where they go, or where Samantha was like, it's the year 2000. We should be able to blurt it out to do. I have to point out something. We're sitting in the opposite seats. Did you realize this? I never sit in this seat. Why not? I don't know. It's your seat. Now we're on this couch, this luxurious couch that you're taking with you to England. I am shipping this couch to England. And I'm usually on the right side. So the, the side that's near the door. Right. Uh, you only know this if you've been here, right? Oh, that's- sorry, sorry, new listeners. But you're usually here. Or sometimes the guest. Actually, the is guest the is here. I try to get the guest in the middle so they have to like talk to both of us. Oh, God. You know they what I'm saying? So that it's like equal op. Actually, Gareth sat there. Gareth that was sat the hot, there. That was a hot seat. Uh, yeah, but he. I was trying to manipulate him to sit where you're sitting, and he sat there because I got up to get something. Yeah. 
Where did P- no PFT sat in this? Sat in the sun? middle. Karen sat there. Danielle? I try to get people to sit in the middle, so it's like a, a, a genuine three-way conversation. Everyone splitting their attention equally. So Gareth was like an outlaw, really. Yeah, he is. Um, I just think it's interesting that we're flipped. We don't really yeah, know, I don't why, know why, that why that is. I was sitting here doing something when you came over. That's why. Just because also all my shit is everywhere. Were like, you hitting that perp that sat on your coffee table? Yeah. No, that's from the last time I got sick. You this have is- perp in your house. No? Is yeah, that promethazine? Is, it is from. Yo, like, you're like uh, fucking Lil Wayne right now. Why don't you calm down? It's from like three years ago when I got sick. Yo, it probably still works though. Y'all know I'm on that edge. You, you can hit, have it. You, you want hit it? that girl. You, wanna, you want that? Yo, yo, sipping on them scissors. So, yeah. Let's talk about a fucking 20 so, year old TV show. That's the thing. Is So Sex in the City for the like last week of me going through all my shit, packing, just in general doing that all day every day and having this on in the background and then millie came over and we like sat and watched it and it is okay you go i got mixed ass feelings about this show and always have you know here i was just trying to think about this too because i was like did you watch it when it originally came on that's the first question yes and no not regularly because i think i didn't have hbo i don't think i did either actually but if if we we might have lived together right when did it start not late 90s late 90s i i remember seeing it if i was at somebody's house who had hbo if it was like on i would watch it but i personally didn't have hbo so it wasn't a thing where i was watching it like every week or whenever it came on right i I don't think i watched i was just like aware of it and would watch it at other richer people's houses that had HBO. I remember my sister had the DVDs, like the like the DVDs, like standard def, like yeah. when the box set came yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think I watched it when it was on the box set, but I don't right. think I ever really watched it live, unless yeah, I was like just happened to be there. Um. Well, and it's interesting because it's it's the monolith, right? It's the show that like every woman has to like it's like the the show that was made for every woman who's ever dated right let me say this right now nothing will trip you the fuck out harder than going back and watching an old show and realizing that you right now are older than those characters are in the show yeah because that's tripping me out the most we're on season this is season three right now and miranda just revealed that she was 34 yeah. And I was like, so oh, I'm a full fuck. five years older than Miranda was then. And she's like a lawyer and shit. And she I'm has like, like a legit damn. apartment with yeah. le- cabinets that shut. Yes. Yeah. So this is the thing. I've, okay. I watch, I've seen every episode hundreds of times, I'm sure. Yeah. But then I go through these periods where I will rewatch everything in order. So yeah. like, I did this probably about. I'd say about four or five years ago where I just sat and watched every episode from season one, which is fucking weird to watch. It's so weird. Because it was just a different style, style, literal style. Yeah, because they different. talk to the camera. Yeah, they talk to the camera. There's all these like those corny interviews that they do with people on the street. But then the actual style of it yeah. is so fucking weird. Like their clothes, you know? Yeah. Um. So I did it like about five years ago and I was kind of like, 
I kind of thought, oh, well, this is like, this is all still like true life shit, right? It's like, because part of the joy of watching it is like remembering all these like dudes that they've dated and like all of the fucking stories and they have and like, and just like this, you know, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, the guy that, you know, wanted Carrie to pee on him or like this yes, you know and you just really. they're like characters that come into the thing and you're like it's hilarious and you remember things and it kind of you kind of think about your own dating life in a lot of ways so i thought okay this kind of holds up well but now we're watching it again and i'm like because we more grown we definitely more grown we're grown as hell and i watching it again only reiterates to me how much of a fucking asshole Mr. Big is. Yeah, dude. Zero redeeming qualities. Um, I am not going to say spoiler alert because it's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's like we, there, like, if anybody is going to get fucking pissed off that I'm going to spoil Sex in the City for them, then you can just come to my fucking house and I'll punch you in the face because that's <laughs> dumb. Um, okay question for you ha- were you ever into mr big were you ever a mr big fan zero percent of the time was I i'm the it. one that wants to be with you <laughs> i was into that mr big i do not feel it too no <laughs> zero minutes of my life was where was i spent into mr big i always was like oh this guy's a dick i always thought he was super corny i think what okay so when i i remember when i was younger he seemed hella old Yes, he was same. When he was younger and I was watching it, I was like he could be her dad. Yes. Yeah. And and seemed he was like one of those like Frank Sinatra like scotch drinking cigar smoking like yeah. the Monopoly money guy like Yeah, wanna be Frank Sinatra. Don't even drag his name into this. But yes, yeah. exactly. He was like a I'm a I'm a guy who's into jazz and who's going to explain to you how important jazz is and that you're dumb oh, for not God. getting it like that guy. Yeah, he was supposed to be some classy New York guy, right? Right. And I just thought he seemed he seemed hella old. Then when the first movie came out, yes, there was a moment where I thought, okay, this this makes sense. Like you know, he's. I thought of- in the first movie he looked one thousand years old. I remember in the first movie because it was the this is only this is so mean and like body shamey or whatever, but like. Because it's a movie, so it's the big screen and, like, everyone's super-duper close up. And I remember he's got a thing where, like, his eyes are, like, coming away from his eyeballs. There's space between, like, his eyeball and the the socket, the skin that holds your eye in. Like, his sags so much that I was like, his eyeballs are going to fall out. Is that a medical thing? I, I bet you it is. Medical, I think it's an age thing. I think it will likely happen to me probably even quicker now that I'm on record making fun of somebody doing it, but like, or having it. It's like, yeah. His, the connective tissue is. His eye bags are such that it's like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how your eye, the bottom of your eye, the skin is like touching your eyeball. Yes. It's like holding your eyeball in. Yes. And like his sags so much that it looks like his eyeballs could like roll out. <laughs> It's going to roll out onto his, like, business attire. But that's... I remember thinking that when I saw the movie in the theater, which I did. But I remember just going, like, oh, my God, he's, like... Seems like he's 400 years older than her. You wonder to yourself, what if I met a guy whose eyeballs rolled out onto his suit? 
yeah are all single women in new york expecting their eyeballs to, to be roll out? no i'm yeah my so yeah he what i interrupted you what did you think when you saw the first movie well okay you started to like him i mean and i won't say that i will say that i thought Okay, it makes sense that she wants to be with him only because... Of his riches? Well, just because, I don't know, maybe lifestyle or something. Like she, I could see like why she would be wooed by him because he's so like successful and like a grown man yeah, and blah, blah, blah. but that's it. He's not even like nice. But that's the thing is that now, now I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I would say over the past five years since since the movie came out or whatever i'm like can't believe she fucking married the guy after he stood dude there's so many levels like okay yeah i guess i get it too in the very shallow way of like first of all i think carrie bradshaw's a dick i think the character of carrie bradshaw totally fucking sucks and is a dick i'm about to tell you that i hate literally every character on the show yeah i kind of do too but like the most i hate carrie the most and she's so self-centered and so annoying and like I would be bummed if any of my friends acted like her. But she, so she's totally shallow. So it's like, I get her being like, but he's so rich and has a penthouse or whatever. But like, even he's never nice to her. And the times, so I'm already up through when she had an affair and everything. He's never nice to her, even when they're dating and like the episodes where they try to paint this one thing that he does as they're like, you remember the one where it's like, she tries to leave her hair dryer there and then he brings it back and then he like does give her a toothbrush and she's like, see, he does love me. Where I'm like, that is the bare men's if I ever heard yeah, of Yeah, that's what I, yeah, exactly. When he does the barest of men's, she's like, oh my God, what a prince this guy is. And it's like, no, he's barely being civil to you, much less like nice. So he's not nice at all, ever. Yes. When they're having their affair, he's even a dick about that. Like instead of being like, like, he just shows up at her house like, I want to fuck you right now. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to tell him. Like, err. And then we haven't gotten it to one of the most ludicrous episodes of tele- ludicrous episodes of television that's ever aired, ever, ever, is the one where he gets, like, stuck at the cabin with her and Aiden when they get back together. <laughs> and I'm like, on which planet would that ever happen? Yeah, that's a total like Frank Capra movie. That would you know. never like the guy, and I get that Aiden is like a nice guy, but I'm sorry, I don't care if you're the nicest guy in the world. If your girlfriend's like, "Hey, can the guy I had an affair with on you? I cheated on you with? He's got to crash at our cabin. Is that cool? Like, no. I mean, he would be like, "Fuck you a thousand times in a row." Yeah. No, that's totally not happening. No. Totally. And then no. they like all bro out. Like. No. What are you talking about? Yeah. Here's the thing about this shit. I, you know, I obviously think my tolerance level for this type of fuckery is nil at this point. Cause I'm like, when I'm young, when you're, when I'm younger, I'm watching this and I'm thinking, Oh, they're supposed to be together and blah, blah, blah. And like, he just has commitment phobia and he you know needs the love of a good woman to really whip him in the shape now i'm like fuck this shit it kind of goes back to the fucking 50 shades of gray thing where you have this situation where there's this guy who's really stuck in his ways and he's really successful and then here's this woman that's trying to like get him out of it and like 
you know, whip him into shape. And I'm just like, fuck this. This is this fairy tale shit. Like, listen, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not possible. And, you know, I, and I, it goes both ways, right? I, I know sometimes people who are broken and fucked up find some kind of salvation in a relationship I mean, I know people who have been with people who are like recovering alcoholics and addicts or like other things. And like the relationship helps them become like a fully realized person. That happens. However, there's also this fucking stupid Hollywood narrative that exists in pretty much everything, which is that. This guy can be a complete dick to you. Total dick. And give you scraps, and you're just supposed to, like, ride it out, and that eventually he has this, like, uh moment where he, like, fucking marries you, and then that's it. I mean, to me, Mr. Big is essentially, like, fucking Christian Grey, where he's, like you know, I'm going to take you in my fucking helicopter. You ain't got no, you got nothing to say about it. And I like the shit that I like. I don't want you to leave your shit in my house. You're going to like eat where I want to eat. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck? Like, yes. And you know what I mean? All of that. And she, every time she tries to get autonomy, he dumps her and marries someone else or like goes away. Also, let me ask you this. Could you, in a million years, would you, if somebody stood you up at the altar, <laughs> but then like whatever, a year later or whatever it is in the movie comes back like, hey, my bad, would you be able to marry them? Hell to the motherfucking no. Yeah, I mean, like, can you imagine? Because this is the thing. They barely explain that shit, right? So right. that's the, like, he literally drives past his yes. own wedding and his whole like moment of of bailing is hinged upon the idea that she like didn't look back at him when she yes. was getting out of a goddamn limousine. I'm like, okay, bitch, you're fucking broken and fucked up, and she should run away from you as fast as possible. You fucking ditch her at the fucking altar for that little ass thing, yeah, right, which you're gonna say is symbolic of this other part of the relationship, which is goddamn bullshit because first of all his whole thing was that he was scared to get married to her because he didn't think it was just about them he thought it was about the pageantry of the wedding and i'm like because you're fucking famous and rich of course there's pageantry in this wedding and i would argue like i'm not like look i'm about to get married a second time with very little pomp and circumstance because i get the thing of like i already did the big wedding i don't get to do another one but she never got to have i don't even like her by the way i don't like carrie Whatever, but I will defend the fact that she didn't have a wedding. So it's like, she wants to have a big wedding because she's never had a wedding. But if Martin got offered to do a fucking Vogue photo shoot for his fucking wedding, you would be like, man, this guy doesn't really, he didn't know shit about weddings. It doesn't seem like we're getting married because he's wanting to be in a magazine about it. Right. Of course. I'd be like, yeah, rad, do it. But it's like. Yeah, so that's that's barely a reason. That's barely, barely a reason. reason. And also, he, like, begrudgingly... Like, every... I Can you hear my neighbor? Are so, they playing the Sex in the City can't you theme? Hear, well, can't you hear them practicing? Yeah. It better be fucking can you, salsa music. That's so music. loud. Can't you hear that? Well, actually, I'm sitting next to the fan, so oh, it's, it's getting It's so loud. They're pra- my, ba- my neighbor's band is practicing in his bedroom again. It's so loud. Anyway, um, they just... 
they never explain it. He never has a valid reason other than just like, oh, I have cold feet. But then he, yeah, he never, as I'm watching it all in one sitting, it is, it just shows you how he's never nice to her. Like, he never does anything. He's never nice to her. He's the worst. And also, she only talks about him the whole time. And that's the other infuriating thing is the four friends hanging out is like, everyone's pretty equal, but she's always talking about herself. Like, always, always. And like, when somebody, if Miranda's like, hey, so I've this thing happened. And she's like, oh, really? Well, what about me and Big? Like, it's just so. Yeah, they really cut each other off. Yeah, it's it's the one it's the one thing that drives me kind of crazy because I'm just like, okay, I get that this is like a timed show and you have to, you know, basically move the story along. But I'm kind of like, man, she really only does talk about herself. Yes. But I hate Mr. Big. I hate his stupid. Like he reveals that he's really into blood, sweat and tears. I'm like, of course. Um, (laughs) He's like. And and the fact that she ends up with him is just so ridiculous. It and is. and it's it's base it's the fairy tale that like none of us wanted. I mean, maybe certain people wanted it, but it's like everybody that I fuck with is basically I can't believe she married him because I mean it's only because he's rich. Let's get serious. Yeah, but there's never. It, uh, what was the, in the movie? It was like he was sending her love letters that were that he didn't even write <laughs> that he that transcribed from books yes and she acted like it was the greatest romantic gesture and it's like he didn't write any of these i can copy shit out of a book plus bitch you emailed her yes that's whack you if you could copy at least hand write that shit hand write some letters yeah that was the weakest gesture uh, but to me it, it seems too little too late that's my whole thing. I agree. Too little too late for the amount of fucking bullshit you put her through. Considering, like, that, it all hinges upon, for me, the whole idea that he went to France and married Natasha. That shit is yeah. fucking egregious. Yeah. Because basically he was like, yo, I want to marry a 25-year-old lady. And, you know, you're fucking too real, too wilding out for me. Yep. So in that moment, I'd have been like, Never again yep and you know i i totally understand how you know you can develop sort of a connection with somebody and it lasts forever i get that not i'm not a unfeeling person but come on you're not supposed to be with that guy Mm -hmm. in fact i don't even know really who i mean the other thing is is that all the other guys that she dated right were like bad in very obvious ways right to be like i mean maybe aiden is the only one that wasn't as bad and and I'll, i actually know a lot of people that wish that she had gone with him aiden's nice he's, he's nice. like a dork but he's nice yeah he's a turbo dork he was at least like super nice to her yeah and wanted to marry her and wanted yeah. to have a life with her um but you know he had fucking thumb rings and i guess that yeah, was a problem I mean, he was a dork but it's like you know, obviously all these other guys she dated were were like, you know, kind of obviously bad. And so that's why I'm like, you're all pushing this agenda. You're pushing the agenda of the fact that they're supposed to be together. And I just don't feel like she should have been with him because he's such a dick. So like such a curmudgeon and like just not a good dude. Yeah, to like her. never wanted to hang, like never wanted to do anything. Yeah. And they're supposed to be like... I can't think of one good thing to say about him. I hate that character. I hate him too. 
and, and like I'm, I'm and people are like oh they're like the goddamn bogey and bacall of our lifetime i guess no what who is saying that the internet no well for once the internet's wrong the internet is hella for wrong. one time the internet is wrong i don't care if you build her that fucking shoe closet what the fuck yeah that's yeah they suck so, okay but here's the thing okay when i first when i first started watching the show I did not really have like a character that I identified with. I kind of felt like I was a mix of things, right? Because sure. that's that's the invariable question that everyone asks: like, who are you? Are you a Miranda? Are you a Carrie? Blah blah fucking blah, right? I feel like I'm a Miranda. That's I'm closest to a Miranda. Okay, yeah, I guess I can see that. Steve, let's talk about fucking Steve. I'm a though. Steve. I think I'm a Steve. You're a Steve. You are a Steve. You are. I like to eat cereal and watch cartoons. And you I'm like a, to wear basketball jerseys I'm and shit. I'm a Steve. <laughs> That's who I am. You know, what was it we were talking about the other night? How they let him have a farmer's tan? Oh, he had the craziest farmer. Like, his, it looked like they put a neck and head of... They CGI'd someone else's neck and head on a body. They took, like, some, like... It was like his arm was flexed, you know? And it's like the top part was, like, a white dude. And then the bottom part was like some greek god with yeah. like hair on his arms yeah. it was like perfectly it was tan so farmer tan they wouldn't let him they would have sprayed him down right in 2018 i guarantee i will you. say that the show except for the fact that everybody has like perfect but like sarah jessica parker's body is the most insane thing i've ever seen like i it's like a medical where i'm like you have zero percent body fat i don't <laughs> understand how that's like medically possible sure but everybody does look like normal though like they're not all like impossibly hot do you know what i mean like you would see a you see women who look like sarah jessica parker like walking down the street they're not like these untouchable supermodels yeah i mean first of all they no one has a boob job yeah yeah you know what i mean like they're all like realistic I mean, yeah that they've got weird, like but fleshy asses and stuff but her body i am annoyed by her body though because it's like one thousand percent muscle where i'm like i don't it's not physically how do you not have a drop of fat on your body maybe she's got the like crackhead body she looks like that she looks like a medical diagram of the guy with like his hands out and it's like it's like the drawing that shows you what the muscles are in med school that's like what her body looks like yeah and she was a smoker during i mean obviously like her character was a smoker so i was like where are you getting that jack body girl yeah and you smoking cigarettes you a crackhead yeah but smoke yeah cigarettes speed up your metabolism true i you know to me i i used to i go in and out of liking every character i hate them all at this point i, I mean too i do too i I think I sort of, I think philosophically agree the most with Samantha at this point. Okay. That's age. That's age. Because at first I was like, wow, she is hot to trot. She's like 40 then during these episodes. She's like five years older than them, right? Right. So we identify now with her horniness being that we are mere months away from turning 40. But I, you know, and maybe, I mean... I definitely believe in relationships. I definitely want to be in one. So I'm not saying I'm like polygamy, um, polygamy, ah! you know, or like whatever. I don't want to have like five husbands or whatever. And we all live together in Washington state. I'm just saying that like philosophically her steez is kind of on point 
where she's basically like, be who the fuck you are and, you know, get yours. And, you know, it's all about pleasure and experience and blah, blah, blah. I believe all that stuff. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe Miranda is the kind of happy medium. You know what I mean? Right. Because she, she, wa- she wants to be in relationships, but she's also very, like, who cares about everything. But I also don't like her. Miranda's, like, kind of, like, too ready to call out someone's shit, which I feel like I've also aged out of. I'm, like, right. at this point... I'm not sitting there waiting for something to go wrong. I think that was the thing that I really leaned on in my early thirties was when I was like, they're canceled because they fucking like blood, sweat and tears or something. Right, right. But to me, I'm like, now I'm like a little bit less of that. Like I'm a little like, who gives a fuck? Like everyone likes shitty bands. What are you going to do? And right. I'm not like willing to just nail someone to the wall for, just some dumb petty shit like right i mean unless they're like racist or horrible people like beyond that the things that you like don't really make it there and that's and that to me is what i think miranda is more she's more just like waiting to be disappointed right do you know what i mean yeah she's definitely more cynical than i am yeah i'm a little less that so maybe i'm i'm more i'm like orbiting around charlotte then what i mean no she's kind of i disagree with that entirely but at least charlotte sort of like has an open mind to like relationships and stuff you know she's like that's pretty much all she wants yeah honestly what is it about her that people like what do you what what are her good qualities i don't know she has good hair You liked it when you saw Kyle MacLachlan's buns. I mean, isn't that scene where Troy, multiple scenes where he's jerking off standing up. Who does that? Trey. Like, that's, he's like aggressively jerking off while standing up. He was doing it over the sink. Over the sink. I mean. I mean, I guess that's polite. I guess. I mean, I guess it's better than the toilet, right? Yeah. I, listen, I'm always ready to see see Kyle MacLachlan ass and he and he you know what every every time i would see him do like when i saw him in that scene i was like he's a goer man he really i mean showgirls yeah i mean he he's good he like doesn't give a fuck he's He's like like, kind of ripped in this because remember when they show him playing tennis or whatever he's like kind of ripped bitch i'm so about it like trust me like i love a special agent dale cooper is like my dream man right? right he's like this and and it's like kyle mclaughlin young handsome sweet jimmy stewart-esque in his suit great but then you see him in this which is like 2000 because twin peaks was like what 91 92 right so he's aged like a fine mind fuck yeah i mean even now even now when i see him on twitter being a Twitter fool, I'm like, yeah, he still. looked cute on Portlandia. Yeah, he's so cute. Yeah, and like, like, and honestly, like, played that perfect, like his character in this, like the fucking Uber wasp with his like old money. Yeah, 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 and his like tartan and shit. Like, yeah, I was like, this is a perfect character. You know, he plays a really good buttoned up secret freak. Yeah. That's what I like about him. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's a secret freak. It's a shame you played a dude who couldn't get boners. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, honestly, I don't know anything about that life. I don't know anything about this, like, rich people, Park Avenue fucking yeah. bonerless lives. I do, why are they all... And that's the thing, too, is that, like, Carrie is also... Like, she's just always buying $500 shoes. And I'm like, you're a columnist. There's no way that you make that much money. Like, there's just... It's like the friends thing, you know, where sure. it's like they live in the giant apartment where it's like, yeah, n- no way is this real. Yeah, I got to think after a certain point, she was probably enough of a NYC celeb where she was getting free shit. I guess, but not free rent. Unless she had been in that apartment for a really long time. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? All I know is that it's crazy to me how each one of them slay. Miranda slays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They each, they equally get laid, all four of them. But they slay. I mean, I'm, I mean, we all know Amantha. Amantha. Some Amantha. <laughs> like made up a name. <laughs> Jamantha? I'm going to name my daughter Amantha. <laughs> Clamantha. Um, we all know that Samantha slays the D. I mean, just every, like multiple dudes, right? But Miranda really yeah. racks him up. And that's the one thing that I kind of forgot was that I was like, dude, she's like fucking a dude in a bookstore. Yeah. Like she doesn't give Will a Arnett. shit. Yeah. For, for, to be like a sensible lawyer, man, she really. I guess also we don't, they all are attracted to such a wider range of guys. Cause like, again, watching it all in one sitting, the amount of times they're like, ooh, that guy's cute. And then they show the dude and I'm like, what yeah they're like corny business guys corny 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 dudes yeah the whole show is actually really corny it's wicked corny and i do get mad because of how often they laugh super hard at stuff where i'm like i would you would kick a dad out of the room if he made that joke you know what i mean like yeah it's corny as fuck corny and horny but it's also like we because it's making us reminisce and be like oh wow we never get laid compared to the average woman <laughs> but is that the age. average woman because here's the thing I think that it I- is and it isn't i think it is in the way that we have a narrower like what we find attractive is way narrower than like what these women these women are given every dude a chance but you think that whereas is- we would be like that guy has a thumb ring on i'm not going out with him no, but you think that they are having a normal amount of sex on this show? I don't think so. I think they are for normal women. What? Are you kidding? Normal Yo. women aren't like us. They actually do go out on like lots of dates and but stuff. But you think, no, there's no way anybody I know is fucking that much. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm sorry, friends, unless y'all are not telling me something, but yo, this is I know extreme. people that fuck that much. We live in Los Angeles. Yes, people fuck that but much. But I also think, too whatever maybe it's me maybe i don't get asked out on the fucking street every oh, single either. day that's of my I'm life saying. that's what but, i'm saying but i'm just saying the opportunity for them to fuck this much is because guys are literally like hi i just saw you in the bowling alley can i give you my number yes i know people that that happens to really yes i do man you must know some beautiful ass people i yes i do but it's also it's not just that though you okay we don't give off maybe i should speak for myself i know i don't number one necessarily give off the vibe of like i don't have a look that's like come talk to me and also again we do have we don't have types but we do have that thing like i said if a guy came up to you in the grocery store 
and started talking to you and he was wearing like a fedora, you'd be like, what? No, thanks. And like, walk off. Well, you wouldn't be like, I'll give him a chance. Let's go on a date. And like they do on this show. On this show, like, no matter what the guy's wearing or whatever, they might clown on him in the voiceover, but they go out with him. No, but here's the thing. Every guy that asks them out, literally on the street, every single day of their lives, (laughs) has a job, and they're a professional. every day, because there are episodes where they're like, oh, I haven't done anything in months. Okay, maybe this is, maybe we're not seeing These aren't, like, this isn't, like, chronological. It's not like every episode is one day of their life. I mean, it seems that way. It's There's not, so I many mean, goddamn episodes. So I'm saying they do address, in episodes they address like, oh yeah, I haven't left the house in three months or whatever. Okay. So maybe but every, ep- okay, every single episode they are getting asked that on the street by a guy with a fucking professional job. <laughs> and they're not just like a dude that works at like Walgreens. It's like, he's a uh, hedge fund manager. This guy is a lawyer. Well, that's this the, guy works that's for the New Yorkness of it though, isn't it? Because then it, that is the reason it had to be set there because every, whenever you're walking down the street, in New York, you're walking with a million people at any given time. Whereas here you can walk down eight streets and not see another person walking. I know, but I'm just saying like, Okay, I've been asked, I've been hollered at in public. It's not happened often, but it has happened like one or two times. Right. And it's like, chances are that, and I mean, I didn't get to know them well enough, but like, I know one guy was a garbage man. (laughs) Not to say that I would not date a garbage man because, dude, I don't give a shit. But he literally got off a garbage truck. He had his garbage gloves on and he was in the gas station. And I was like, you about to holler at me with those garbage gloves on? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and you're buying Hold on. a Choco Taco? <laughs> gar- was he caress? Was he like cla- clamping the, the Choco Taco? It was in he the bought garbage- a Choco Taco ice cream. In the garbage gloves? Well, he was holding the package. Did he eat it with the garbage gloves? Oh, man. He just was like buying it and then he had it I'm in like his garbage I like how we keep gloves. saying, I'm like, the GG is like, that's the brand name, the garbage gloves. GG. But they are the gloves that he uses to throw away other people's garbage. And then I was I was basically standing in line behind him. This was at the uh, gas station off of, um, uh, oh, fuck, it was over in East Atlanta next to the, um, whatever, it doesn't matter. No one knows. But I'm just saying that, like, I was standing in line behind him at the gas station, and he, like, turned around and was like, oh, hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you got a boyfriend? And I'm like, and see, Carrie or Miranda or whatever would have been like, okay, I know he's got on those GGs, but let's give him a chance. And they would have gone on a date with that guy. Well, honestly, the reason why I didn't go out with him is because he didn't make a pun. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be like, wait, what? Okay, so he said, do you have a boyfriend? And then what'd you say? I said no. I mean, I was honest, right? I wasn't going to be like, I do actually. You're gross. I didn't, I don't do shit like that. I'm like, I'm fucking honest with him i'm like and then no, i don't have a boyfriend but you do have no what do you really on. say no i just said yeah i don't have a boyfriend and he was like oh he's like cool like what's your name and i was like huh i just like looked at him and then you know but see now you can't act like you don't get hollered at oh, in, but come on bro like come on you like can't act like that doesn't happen but you're but you're suggesting that the way that it wish these guys 
on this show are hollering at people like this is real life. You're telling me that that, that friends that you real. have. Yes, I know people. I have a friend who got picked up in a grocery store and in like a frozen yogurt place. Two different dudes. And they were all like successful business guys. I mean, they weren't fucking Wolf of Wall Street guys, but they were like, yeah, they weren't garbage men is that what you're asking <laughs> no i guess i'm just ask- i just think that it doesn't happen as often as the show likes to believe it happens like that's that's right. all i'm saying yeah definitely i don't think it's a constant in people's lives but i do think it happens for sure i think people come up to people right i'm saying that but i'm just saying this show is fake but also we don't live <laughs> in new york but even in new york i think it's fake for new york right like listen we we don't live in you know, we don't live on the fucking prairie. We live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles is as big as a city yes, as New York. Yes, but you are always in your car. Like, there's not enough. There's not enough walking or being around people. Los Angeles is very isolated. I know, but like, listen, I go to like a whole fucking Whole Foods every single day in Burbank, where there's like hundreds of people around, and there's always guys there. And it, you know, it would just—it's like the show. The show would be like the show suggests that you literally walk out of your house. Also, I go- would argue this: the internet killed this. The internet killed this. I bet no, you. No, you're true. You're true. Because this is all pre-Tinder, pre-Bumble, pre-anything. Where it's like, if you wanted to ask somebody out, you had to do it face-to-face. You had to. Yeah. No, you're you're probably actually right about that. But that but that's the thing, is that... I mean, I still feel that it's... I... I and I don't want to... I don't actually know what people's lives are. That's the funny thing, is that so much of, like, what gets people in trouble is that they think that they know what other people's lives are like and that they just think, oh, my God, that guy has a perfect marriage or this woman is getting fucked every night or whatever. You know, I don't know. But I have, for some reason, I, I round down. I think that people are having less sex. I think they're getting asked out less than what this show says. I think that sometimes, too. Like, I naively think that, and then I'll talk to friends, and then they'll tell me stories, and I'm like... I think I round down, especially my loneliness, to kind of make me feel better. Where I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad. I bet, like, yeah, maybe I'm everyone. just telling myself this. I do. And then I'll go, and then when I'm like hanging out with people and talking to them, and they're telling me stories, and I was like, oh, no, everyone's out fucking. Everyone's out on dates. Like, everyone's out doing shit. More than, you know, I was telling myself. Yeah, but I just. I also think, too. That we're like in a new era of people. I I also think that this show well definitely is about a different type of person. Like I think that now everyone's, I think everyone self isolates a lot more than they used to, and I also think that people are like less interested in like conversational things yes. like they just don't no one wants to walk up to somebody at a bookstore and try to make some funny joke in order to get noticed so they could ask someone out no to me that's everyone's like some on the internet all the time huge risk right i mean people barely even want to do transactional shit like ring you up at a grocery store like people are that afraid of interaction at this yeah. point which is a fucking supreme bummer i hate that but it's like you know, I also think, too, that that has something to do with it. Like, it has, it's more about, like, yeah, people are rarely emboldened on the internet, obviously. They'd rather just be able to do their bidding over an email or something. But I'm just like, yeah, I also think that that has a lot to do with it, too. But I, t- here's the thing. We're going to talk about dating, I guess. 
maybe. I don't know. Yeah. All I'm saying is that I think that I, you know, I, I feel like a lot of, first of all, a lot of my friends, I have a lot of single female friends. I have practically no single male friends. Right. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's just like, I, I just think dating culture, there's a, there's the dating culture that we thought was going to happen because it was stuff that we watched on television. Oh yeah. I definitely thought when I got older, like, oh yeah, guys are just going to ask me out all the time and I'm yeah. going to just go out on dates all the time. And like, yeah, I but, definitely, but I think it, that we've become sort of ill-prepared or something. Like, I feel like. And I actually, I will, I really believe that socially in my entire life, I feel like everything that I thought was supposed to happen because it, I watched so much television, I watched so many movies didn't happen. Right. So when I grew up, I thought everything was going to be like a John Hughes movie where like punks on one side and preps on the other yes, side. Yes. That didn't happen. Yes. And I also think dating too was way more of this. I thought it was way more of like people getting asked out on the street and people like, you know, sort of doing the whole like gesture thing that didn't happen, especially now, you know, because of what we just talked about. So it's kind of weird. And I feel like maybe there is a sort of information gap that a lot of single people are suffering from right now. Cause they don't really know what to do, I guess. Right. But I, but I don't know. I, I've never gone out there and like, I've never been a Samantha type. Like I've never gone out and just like dated a ton. Like I've never like basically had like a date every night type of right, thing. Right. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe people who do date like that have a different experience. But for me, I'm like, oh, I guess this is harder than what I thought it was going to be like, which is that I thought it was going to be easy based on everything I saw on TV. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes, obviously, totally me too. Like, I just assumed like, oh, yeah, when I'm an adult, when I'm an adult and I have an adult apartment, like, I'm going to be going to dinners every night with dudes who come talk to me when I'm like fucking squeezing a cantaloupe in the grocery store. Like, (laughs) I totally thought that too, for sure. But then, but we don't know. Again, the internet, we don't know that because like, maybe it would have been more like that if we didn't get the internet, if like Tinder didn't exist right now. Or even when we were, I mean, you know, those things started years ago. So when we were 35, it seems very weird to say that sentence. When we were 35, then maybe it would have been that way without the internet. When did, when did online dating happen? Well, like, okay, Cubes has been around for a hot minute. Yeah. Shit like that. And like Match.com has been around for a hot minute. Like the apps though. I don't know. It's probably been like four or five years since like the swipe apps. I think. Yeah. I guess it was like Makeout Club. That's the thing I first remember. Do you remember Makeout Club? Oh, hell yeah. I was on it, but I don't remember it being a dating site. It really wasn't. It was almost like. It was almost like a gallery of people who were just like posting a picture of themselves and talking about what they're into. Yeah. And it had, there was no like functionality to it. So it wasn't like people were going, what is your favorite book? What are you looking for? It was just really just like a profile. Yeah. And then and people, you could put your email on it or something, right? If you wanted people to email you. 
Y- yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think I put my email on there. I feel oh, like no, I no. did. It had your AOL instant messenger name. Right. Okay. Right. Um, I was on that shit. Yeah, I was totally on that. But I remember I was dating some... I didn't... I was not on there to, like, try to get dates. Listen, this I is... I was like, just like, everybody talked to me about the Smiths or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, this ain't a flex, but... I, I got a few messages off the makeout club. And there was a there was like a, a moment too where I think I think everyone I knew had a profile. Oh yeah. So we all but did. it wasn't like a weird thing where everyone was like, Oh, I saw you on Makeup Club. Like literally everyone had one. It wasn't right. like a thing where you were it was a, you know, you were stigmatized because you had you were desperate enough to have some makeup club pro- it wasn't like that. It was did more like Did you go on any dates from anybody from Makeout Club? I might have went out on one. I think I went on a one date from Makeout Club. And how did that go? Clearly, it didn't go well because I'm not dating this person, right? Um, it. Oh, I don't really know. Yeah, actually, God, I don't really. Do I even remember the guy that I was? But anyway, he was nice. Like, he was cool. He had like, I think he had like. Elvis Costello glasses, if sure, I remember correctly. Why would he not? Why would he not? Very, very into that back then. Um, but it's, yeah, I don't remember. But I, you know what? But it wasn't even really an organized thing. Like, I remember getting hit up on AOL Instant Messenger. And it was that kind of thing where it was like, hey, so you want make a club? Okay, cool. Are you going to this show? Yes, I'm going to this show. Are you going to the show? Yes, yes, yes. And then we right. like met up there. Right. But it wasn't like a, I would love to take you to dinner. Here's my business card. Of course. Well, of course. Of course. But that's also because we were like 19 <laughs> or 20 or 21. Yeah, it was. I think I was of age, drinking age. Yeah. But God, all that seems very tame now. Oh, for sure. I mean. Now we- people will be putting like close up pictures of their buttholes on it and stuff. <laughs> Like, Christopher Maloney sure. in Oz. Oh my god, which I have to watch. It's I know it's definitely on the internet. It's a fan fave, I think. So make out. So yeah, online dating technically has been around since that's been around. I mean, I'm sure online dating's been around since the internet. It's like people used AOL to like get dates. But as far as actual apps or like dedicated sites, I think that that has obviously killed the idea of somebody coming up to you in the store. Well, you know what I think, too? I think that, like, people feel like it's too aggressive or something. Right. Like, if people think it's, it's, it's too aggressive to go up to someone and say something, which is kind of strange because that's kind of how it's been done forever and ever and ever. Right. And I think now people are more comfortable with putting, like, the technology between them because they're basically like, oh, it seems safer. I will seem like less of a creep if I... Don't approach that woman and just say, oh, I'm going to email that woman. Well, are you saying you want this to make a comment? What do you want to be approached at, at Whole Foods? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm fu- Dude, I'm fine with it all. Truly. Because here's the thing. I, I'm too fucking old to have all these intricate rules about dating. That's the one thing that I have realized about myself as I've gotten older is that I'm not saying that I just want to lay out on the road and like let anybody put their fucking dick on my clothes. I'm just saying that like <laughs> my clothes. So you're not saying that is, I mean, whatever. 
if it happens it happens listen i'll make up these rules no but i'm just saying that like i i don't have this like i think that that for me was a protection to have like very like thought up shit to be like well i'm not gonna date this guy unless he owns goddamn the first you know clash record on vinyl right original copy no reissue right and he has to be x y and z i think that that for me was pr- protection because oh, I, everybody has those rules when they're younger though yeah. of course so to me but it but in my mind i think that whether or not i mean i think it's charming when people like will can do it in person i mean i think i think at this point yeah i think it's brave because people just don't do it as much I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm just saying it's like I said, I think people are feel more comfortable just being like, I'll email you or I'll email you and ask you out or I'll text you. I don't want to do it. Like no one even calls people to ask them out anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm into it either way. I mean, again, I, I don't, I think I'm less, I'm less particular about all that stuff. And I also think too, that I'm less, I'm like we talk about this all the time in terms of getting older and just sort of things changing. I honestly am very open to just everything. I'm very open to like the the whole like everything. Like in terms of like how if you're fucking broken, fucked up, or whatever, like all that stuff that would cancel someone out as long as you know that shit about yourself and you realize that it's a part of who you are and you're like if it's bad you're working on it you know like if you know yourself that's the most attractive thing in the world to me like right being emotionally intelligent yeah you know yeah and if you're willing to enter into a relationship with someone who is also that way like if I'm if I have this toolkit and you have this toolkit and we for better or for worse and I'm very aware of it and you're very aware of it and we know that about each other and we anticipate X, Y, and Z and can address it, that's perfect. Like I'm so down for that. It's more about people who are just like unaware or don't care. And are, it's just them in their own head about it. They're just like, well, I'm fucked up and I don't give a fuck. You better like me and I don't care if it affects you or not. You know what I mean? Right. That's all. I mean, but but on also on top of that, a woman turns a certain age. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, let's go get some right you know yeah i do know (laughs) i am the same age as you i do know that is something that they tell you all the time when you're younger and you don't even think about it until it happens until it happens and And you're like 40 and horny oh shit i'm a horny old bitch yeah and like at a certain point you're just like fuck it I will buy a fucking firefighter calendar with those buns. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Chippendale still exists? Yeah. And like Magic Mike and shit. 
Yeah. I'm not afraid of that. I think when I was younger, I thought that was kind of crazy. Oh, sure. That's another thing. When I was younger, I was like rolling my eyes like, okay, whatever. And then now I'm like, I get it. I get it. You get buns? I get buns a little more now. Yeah. I think we just get bolder. Hornier and bolder. Yeah. Which is kind of great. I'm kind of like so... I'm like, yeah. I'm leaning into it. You know what I mean? Of course. For sure. Because I think when, as a woman, you spend a lot of time like just hating yourself and hating the way you look and hating the way you act and hating... You know, and, and obviously that, all of that stuff, in, like, affects how you are with men. Right. And I guess at a certain point, and this, this comes, like, some people know who the fuck they are at a very early age and are very comfortable with themselves. And I've, like, I always envied that, which is kind of, like, why I think I always, like, looked forward to aging. Because I was, like, aging means that you just roll with life and you deal with, like, the shittiness of life to the point where you just say fuck it this is what it is right right i always liked that about aging and i always i was like oh i can't wait to be older so i could be like just more comfortable with who i am and have because i've lived long enough to just fucking know myself so but some people figure it out really early like and it's impressive but for me it's happening as it as was foretold by our ancestors right 40 and horny yeah and uh, I think it's it's an interesting time. It's just the energy is just different, you know? And there's so many things I think about, too, where I'm like, man, I used to put up with a lot of shit. A lot of shit when I was younger that I don't, I wouldn't do it now at all. Of course. And again, not the judginess of it. Not the fucking, like... No, like the Mr. Biggie-ness of it. Exactly. Where you're like... Of a dude treating you like that. Yeah. Like, to me, it's it doesn't matter if you, like, dumb shit or have fucking dandruff or whatever the fuck you have. It's more about, like, are you going to fucking leave me at the altar? Yeah. I don't like to get left at the altar. Yes. And I won't put up with it. And I won't marry you still afterward. God, man. Can I ask a... You would never leave... Would... Martin leave at the altar? No, fuck no, he would not. I'm gonna tell you right now, He's if that the hap- nicest person on the face of the earth, he would never and because he doesn't have that like fucking Mister Big car no. to take him away. He'd be like, my driver is driving me away from my own wedding because I didn't see her turn around no, and look at me. He would never. He's a sweetheart. He's a softy. He's a romantic. He would never do that. Well, I'm happy because I would. He's only nice to me. He's not. I, but I'm with. I wouldn't put up. I would not be engaged to this guy if he treated me like Mr. Big. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here, you dick. Well, because that's the thing is, it wasn't like she. It wasn't like that was shit was out of like thin air. I he was like, like that from day one. Exactly. He likes how he he liked how it was, which is that he sees her whenever he wanted yes, to see her. Yes. It's bullshit. Yes. Now that kind of stuff is a no yeah that's not like it was a gradual thing where it's like oh he was really great at first and now he's mean to me like he was a dick from jump no but see to me if he had been okay what about this okay what if mr big was like i like how you i do like how you're like hey 
do you think Martin's going to leave you at the altar? Like, I'm like, you know what? He might. Like, as if I'm going to give you any other aunt. Like, you know, he might, but I'm just going to stick with it and see what happens. Like, no. I would would ever be together with a guy who could potentially leave me at the altar. Other than Army Guy. I would take you on your honeymoon in the fucking- I learned a lot from Army Guy. (laughs) I learned a lot about dicks. But you know what, though? Like, that's the thing is if- there are fucking patterns to this shit, right? Right. It's like... Yeah, but I don't think it always has to be because it's like, okay, army guy who was the meanest person, cheated on me, lied to me, made me feel like shit, worst experience of my life relationship-wise. Oh my God, I for sure learned from that. I for sure came out of that and was like, oh, okay, I'm never going to let a guy say this to me again. Or, you know, if there was any whiff of that happening, I would be like, get out of here, dude. Like... Yeah, it was not an experience I liked or, you know, wanted to repeat or, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, you know, that's the thing about growth, right, is that you learned that. You learned how to take care of yourself. Because it felt awful and I didn't, there was no joy in that. There was no, like, I love the, I love bad boys. I don't like bad boys. I never have. It sucked. I, you know... I got to tell you, I didn't think I did either, but apparently I did. That's what's fucked up is when you like when I look back at every dude I ever liked. uh, Actually, I'm not going to make that sweeping generalization. I don't know. But but I think about the types that I had been attracted to in my 20s and 30s, like definitely my 20s. And you know what? I thought. It's just crazy because you think because you're just so young and you just want you just want acceptance and you want love. And I think that you just don't realize like how much shit you put up with. It's shocking to me when I think about it. And I'm not talking about people that I was in like deep fucking year long relationships with. I'm just I'm just talking about guys that I liked, like guys I just hung out with, like, you know, people that I thought I could have like romance with. And I was just sort of like, wow, I put up with like a lot of bad behavior. Right. And, you know, a lot of it, a lot of it, I think, was my willingness to stay in a bad situation, which I think I've definitely learned from because I'm just sort of like, you know, when you're there, you're in this moment where like a guy likes me, I think. And I just have to keep that going at whatever cost. I think now I'm way like not. I'm, I'm like, it doesn't even, I don't even have to. If, it, if it's not what I want, if I'm not getting what I want, which is very basic shit, if, I, if I'm not getting respect and like mutual understanding and love, then I don't even want to be anywhere near it. It doesn't make any sense. Like I get there's a, a period where you're trying to figure that out, but I would, that window would be super long for me. Like right. where I would be like, oh, I'm, this has been like two years and I still haven't, I'm getting treated like shit. Still haven't figured out why, you know, and I'm like, nah, no, never again. Like that shit doesn't happen. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't, now I'm like, I don't really know what the original point was, but I'm just saying that like. That Mr. Big's a dick. Yeah. But also growth is important and being yes. older, hopefully you get wiser. Yes. I feel like I have. Wiser sure. and hornier. But is wiser and hor are those mutually exclusive? You can be wise and horny. 
<laughs> Stitch that on a pillow. You can be wise and horny. Yeah. But here's the thing. Being older also s- suggests that you can be horny and and also like to me the interesting thing about aging is that you don't unless you really 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 want the the marriage like if you really want like the one person to be the everything i think that breaks up a little bit as you're as you get older you know what i mean i think you're less tied to this like one ideal person that's going to fit every box and be totally perfect i think aging has taught me that like it's not perfect and like there's not one perfect person that sometimes you experience like different types of people in the same lifetime and you can like love a lot of those people but they're not like the same person and they're not like the one person do you know what i mean sort of I mean, you are saying this to an engaged person. Oh, I know. I just realized. But yeah, sort of. I'm just saying that like, I I mean, like, I'm not saying that Martin is not the guy that is everything to you. But, you know, it's obviously like you didn't meet him when you were fucking 18 years old. Like, right. In some no, for sure. Love song. You met him later in life. Yes. You know, you've had. Yes, yes, yes. Experiences. Exactly. And so is he. And it's not this like. It's not like the entire thing is perfect and wrapped up in yeah, a bow. Yeah, yeah, You definitely have a more realistic view when you're 40. Yeah. <laughs> and when you've already been married. We've both already been married. Exactly. So we both already know what works and what doesn't. <laughs> what I ha- we haven't figured out. We solved it. Did we really? Yes. Okay. Well, what's the takeaway then? Mr. Big sucks. Don't let people be mean to you. Don't let the barest of minimum of gestures be praised as if it's extraordinary when it isn't. That's so infuriating. Like when she, there's like a thing where she begs him to give him, a, give her a key and he does. And then she's like, God, he loves me. And it's like, no, that's not, no. Want more. Demand more. And also if you're just horny, just go be horny. Get you, get you some. If you like buns, go go get fucking buns. squeeze some buns. Are <laughs> we really gonna end it on go squeeze some buns? Everything ends on go squeeze some buns. Oh yeah, you true.